What is the Podcast of Matrix? The Podcast of Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. It is Saturday. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. My name's Aaron Montgomery, as you can see on the bottom over there of the screen. So uh, looking forward to uh, having a great conversation today. I've got Todd Downing going to be joining me here in just a moment. He's uh, hanging out, waiting patiently for me. And we actually just had a, a super conversation for like the last five minutes. Probably was the best part of the show. So you guys, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about most of those things that we uh, we talked about here today. But um, you know, I, I wanted to have Todd on the show and I got really excited about it. In fact, I thought it was last weekend and he's like, hey, uh, are you sure? And I'm like, oh, crap, I missed it. But uh, I get really excited about this because I think that this is a really great opportunity to talk to somebody that's doing it, living it, being it, but also, you know, then doing more and, and growing a lot of other parts of his his business. And, um, you know, I've always admired watching Todd from a distance here and, and the amount of hustle that he puts into his business between him and Corey and uh, what what they do there. And it's been really cool to kind of just see them continue to grow. Um, you know, I, I still owe him a trip to his shop once he's ready for me. And we're going to do like a live event from uh, Fat Dad Custom there and uh, in his hometown and, and whatnot. So anyhow, really excited about talking to Todd today because I think this is going to be a really good subject for a lot of small businesses out there. Just, you know, here's how to do it. You know, maybe here's a few mistakes that we've made along the way, but here's how to do it. Here's how to get from point A to point B. You know, I've had a lot of folks ask me, hey, how do I how do I get my business up off the ground? You know, I've got a full-time job or, you know, it's, it's just not quite there yet. You know, I don't have enough to hire people. I, you know, so how much time do I need to spend on this and this and this? And it's, uh, you know, it, it's not easy. And, uh, you know, so having somebody that's lived it and doing it, done it, all those things, I think this is going to be really great. So I'm excited to do that. Um, before we get started, every got a couple of people already checking in. So Paul, thank you for joining us today, this afternoon. And uh, Cheryl, welcome. Thank you for joining as well. And uh, Julie, it's been, been a little while since I've had a chance to say hello to you, Julia. So thank you for joining us this afternoon and, and uh, looking forward to hearing everybody's feedback. You guys need to be part of this conversation too. I'm really excited to uh, hear what questions you have for Todd and, and Terry Saunders checking in from CMO. Terry, welcome. Happy Saturday to you. Uh, thanks for the really nice note. The other day we exchanged on, on Facebook there. Um, so yeah, this is going to be great, but I want you guys to participate. I want you guys to interact. I want you guys to ask questions. Um, you know, we've got some things that we want to talk about, but really I want to know what you guys have. So I've been able to uh, steal Todd away from his business here for hopefully 20, 30 minutes at least. And, and knowing Todd, he'll go as long as we need to. And um, because he's that kind of a giving guy. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and get Todd in here and uh, let's let's start this conversation. But like I said, when you guys have questions, just throw them out there and, and we'll get to them. So uh, hit the right button there and Todd should be with me in three, two, one. Todd, welcome to the show. What's going on, Aaron? 
Oh, man. Good stuff. You know, Saturday afternoon. I know you're uh, hustling. You talked to me before we got started that uh, you were uh, had had customers walking in. So uh, what uh, what's the big uh, what's the big buy today? What are people looking for? Uh, today, bucket hats. It seems like bucket hats have been uh, picking back up again. Yeah, uh, probably uh, the probably the fourth different time we've had to, to quote bucket hats. So I think that's the trend for right now is stick with <laughs> bucket hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I can't remember. There was one other time we were talking on Saturday, and you had to run because somebody came in to buy a bucket hat too. So um, yep. <laughs> sounds like those are those are going well. Cool. So. Well, Todd, as I mentioned kind of a little bit in the intro there, you know, the hustle is kind of a big part of being a small business owner. And and, and like I said, I think you epitomize what that looks like and, and doing a good job of that. You, know, you talk to a lot of small businesses. I talk to a lot of small businesses. They're wearing a lot of hats, just like you are. You know, you've got that hat on right now. You're probably going to go do some design work later. You're going to, you know, <laughs> all the different things, social media, yeah. running different things, all that stuff. So the big question I want to answer today is, and, and maybe we can dissect it out from there, but what's the best piece of advice that, that you give people about what they need to do to grow their businesses and still have a little bit of a life and a family and possibly even another job? You know, some people, this is just their side gig for right now. So what's that one piece of advice that always stands out to you that you love to tell people? Make a list. Make a list of what needs to get done. Prioritize that list. Know how long something's going to take you. You know, if, if you're doing um, sublimation, you know it's going to be a minute press on something. You've got a hundred of them to do. Do the math. That's a hundred minutes just in press time. Yeah. So you know, that's that's. I think it was one of the things that I fell back on in the early days was just, yeah, I can bang this out real quick. Not realizing what the design looked like. Not realizing how many they actually needed. If stuff was in stock, um, you know, I I can. Plenty of times I've done that where I've quoted the job and like, yeah, yeah, I can order it. And you go and look and it's out of stock. You know, uh, if you've been in this anytime, you know, here in the next month or so, you're going to be out of safety orange shirts. So order them now. So you have them because it happens every fall. So yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, making that plan for it. Nice. So, so for those of us that might not know about safety orange shirts, what's, what's the driving factor in safety orange shirts coming up here? Funny. okay (laughs) the hunting season all right all right good good so stock up now and and uh because they're going to be out when it's (laughs) when it's time cool okay well Well, i just ran into that this week with uh safety green safety green was out uh at quite a few different places and different sizes and i think it's because you know we're still running that construction time so it was like oh yeah i can totally get that they'll have them and i just flipped the order because not the same warehouse had everything i needed Wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, that, that planning ahead. So you're making a list, you're understanding the time. I think that's, that's a really good point. I'd like to kind of talk a little bit more about that, but yeah, I, I think most of the people that uh, get into having their own small business are, are people like you and I. And, and one of the things that I've always struggled with is I'm what you would call a time optimist. So if, like you said, I could think I could just bang that out. It's like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll write that thing, you know, in five minutes or I'll, you know, get this little project done in five minutes. And then 20 minutes later, my wife's trying to get me out the door and it's not happening. So, so what, what you know, within making that list, you know, what, what are some of the things that kind of give you a little bit more of an edge? Like I said, with the sublimation, you timed that out and you kind of gave it some thought. But, but what else kind of do you do there to, to make that stuff happen? I try happen? and break things down. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We try and get it. So, you know, in the morning here, I'm going to check emails first. Then I'm going to, you know, here at the mall, we don't open until 10. So I know from seven to 10 that I can get as much stuff done without getting interrupted as possible. So that's my trying to do any of my emails, any of my contacts, any of my ordering then. 
uh, because I don't know how many times I've ran into, I know my cutoff time's 12.30 and I'll even set a reminder at 12.15 to order and I'll have a customer come in and I'll forget to hit that send button at 12.35, I'm short in order. Yeah. So uh, it's doing that because I know from 10 to, 10 to six when the doors are open that anything can happen. So I try and be as productive as I can that first part of the day uh, when I know the interruptions aren't going to come in. And then we try and do try and um, do all my print stuff at the same time, try and do all my vinyl cutting at the same time, try and do all my sublimation at the same time, just so I can keep those rolling through. Um, you know, and as you're doing one thing, you set up for the next thing. It's just um, it, a lot of it depends on what your workflow is, uh, what you have on the books, what you have on there. Because you try and you try and just space it out so you're good because, you, you know, you still need time for you. Otherwise, what are you doing this for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, totally. And that's, a, I think, a really good point there that uh, you got to make sure that you keep uh, sight of what that what that goal is. And, and if you're going to just work yourself to death, and I think I'm really just talking to myself right now, but if you're going to work yourself <laughs> to death, uh, you got to remember what it's for. And, and, you know, it's spending time with the kids, your wife and family and, and just having a life for yourself and being able to have control of that. So that's, uh, that's great. So with, that's, go ahead, Todd, sorry. That's a, that's a big thing. Um, you know, up until I didn't go full time with this I and mean, we've been doing it for 12 years now, Okay. Uh, but I didn't go full time, full time with it until this past fall. And it was because, uh, at my day job, I was doing 50, 50 hours there a week. And then from wow. there I was coming here and I was doing another 50 to 60. So I was getting up, <laughs> Four in the morning, being at work, and I was there for my ten hours a day, and then I was leaving there, and I was coming to the mall, and I was going to be here for another eight to twelve hours a day. So I was basically going home, eating a meal, sleeping, getting up, and doing it all over again. And it just it got to a point where it kept getting busier and busier, and I knew coming into Christmas season that there was no way I was going to be able to pull it off. I started um, seeing my my time slow down. I started seeing where. I, I never missed a deadline, but that's because I just worked through it. Yeah. Uh, but we just saw that there was less and less home time, so a decision had to be made. And and now I may work 80 hours a week, but at least it's 80 hours a week for me. Uh, Correct. Instead of you know, that 50 for somebody else. And, <laughs> and we saw, you know, when you can put that time into your business, you know, when, you, when you're working on your business instead of in it. Is that how that one goes? Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It helps out a lot more. Um, you know, you just start working, be able to do more things with it, keep more things in the pipeline plan things out uh, so you can you can definitely push things out there yeah yeah and i think that's a really key point that you make there that that working on your business part i i hear all the time from folks well i, I don't have time for that you know i don't have time to 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 plan for this or you know look at what the future of my business is going to be you know i've got to just deal with the stuff today and it's like well the reason you don't have time for that is you didn't plan for it before. So now you're paying for that. So you got to figure out a way to flip that switch and, and right. get the planning part in first and then, then the other part there. So, well, a lot of I, what I found where, where time is, is it's right here in your phones. That's where, you know, you have a lot of time. <laughs> if you want to know what you're really doing on your phone, go in there. Uh, if you have the iPhone, there's it. If you go into your battery and then battery usage, it'll tell uh -huh. you which um, apps are using the most battery life. So you can see. So I know mine's Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger. Um, it's Facebook Messenger, email, Amazon. Those are my my top four ones that were being used. And it was because we do so much business online. But at least then I knew, okay, that's where I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, because it was it was right at the beginning. I noticed that you know I was messing around with here's this game or here's this new site or here's this and that, and it was eating up a lot of time. You know, those five or ten minutes there, that's easy enough time to make a post. You yeah. know, you can. Is that's just staying relevant in front of people, and when yeah. you can, if you can find the time to play on your phone, you can 
find the time to work on your business. <laughs> totally. I love it, man. That's perfect. I, I, I love that. That's, that's all write That down. That's a hashtag. I, I think so. <laughs> hashtag material there, Todd. We're that. Okay. Uh, so perfect. So I think that's a really good stuff too. I mean, talking about that, because I, I actually went through the same thing um, and, and found that, uh, yeah, I was spending a lot of time. I actually used to spend a ton of time on Twitter and it, for, but it was, you know, just reading and, and the, the, you know, just stupid stuff. And I realized that, you know, I thought I was using Twitter because it was helping me do reach my goals and, and do those things. But after stepping back from it, working on what I was doing, instead of just being in the middle of it all the time, I said, Oh, this is getting me nowhere. I'm not making any connections. There's no business coming from this. I'm basically just reading rants of stupid people. And I took it off my phone. I hardly ever go there. And it's been huge. So I, I got that, you know, 30 minutes a day back and was able to, to do more stuff. So that's a really good technique there. Go to your phone, figure out what you're working on, figure out what you're doing on it, and then get rid of those apps if they're not beneficial for your business. So. Um, good stuff. All right. Uh, yeah, Sandy even says, uh, took all the games off my phone several years ago. They are such a time waster. There you go. Yeah, what what uh, what games did you play on your phone, Todd? Any? I, I can't tell uh, if you're a phone game-playing guy or not. <laughs> Candy Crush, Candy Crush. I was, I oh, was you're a sucker right. for that. <laughs> that's a, that's a I good was one. such a sucker for it. <laughs> you know, it was, it was. It did its job. You know, it kept you occupied for the yeah. five or ten minutes at a time. Yeah. And you're done. And then, you know, you're like, oh, you get sucked back into it five or 10 minutes at a time. So yeah, totally. it is job to me. Yeah. And but honestly, those guys spend a ton of money, spend a lot of time in building those things around that. They want your time. That's what you're paying them with. So it may be free to play, but you're paying them with your time because they're getting your eyeballs on their ads and that's how they make money. So you have to make a conscious decision to go, you know what? Fun as Candy Crush is let's uh let's do something that's going to be actually valuable for me my family my business and and go from there so um todd i'm gonna as usual for me i love chasing shiny objects around and jumping okay. all over the place so um chuck had ans asked a question earlier and he said thanks for the answer but but i'd like to dig in just a little bit deeper on that he said uh, how did you work around your full-time job so what what you know, I know scheduling has seems like it's been a big thing for you, but what were kind of how did you get from your full time job to this business and and how did you make that all work? It was tough. Uh, it was uh, what I started seeing was more of my work time on my breaks in there that I was working on my business. So, you know, most people, most especially when you're dealing with other uh, you know, clients, business stuff's coming in during the day. Well, if you're working um, and now in today's digital age, if you don't get back to somebody within 10 minutes, it's like they forgot about you and they've moved on to the next one. So it's yeah. being, you know, as quick as responsive as you can. And so not only was it taken away from my day job, it was also taken away from there. So, you know, you had to find that balance and, and there was no balance. Yeah. It was, you know, I needed to choose either I'm going to do one or the other uh, because I can't give 100% to both. Yeah. And also one was going to suffer over the other one. And, and I love my day job and it was great. Um, I loved having that that paycheck every week. I love having that paid vacation. Yeah. I think that paid vacation was what I missed the most. Because, you know, it's been it's been quite a few years since not having that. So um, it was just that you know to have that built in there, and that's why you know we're you know going through with this and you know building the new business plan out and the new thing that we're starting off. It's so I'm basing my time off those 240 days, so that way 
you know, I can have those four weeks off a year between vacation, personal days or whatever. So um, it's just, it is really tough. You got to, you have to make a decision to do it. Um, Nobody's going to come out there and hold your hand and walk you through it and say, (laughs) you have to do it. You know, if you're saying that you don't have the time for it and you can't make the time for it, then you need to decide, you know, okay, is it for me or it's day job for me and which one am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great, uh, great point. Uh, I think uh, Jim Rohn, if you guys haven't heard of him, he was kind of the philosophical self-help guru guy for, for quite a long time. A lot of the current guys uh, kind of quote back to him and, and uh, he said, uh, you can't hire somebody to do your pushups for you. So, um, you know, like, like Todd just said, you can't, uh, you've got to do it. You've got to make the choice. Nobody else is going to do it for you. So, um, good stuff there. So Todd, let's talk about your, your scheduling. You mentioned already that, you know, you've got things where you you know, okay, this is my block of time from seven to 10 that I, I do these things. How, how hardcore are you about that schedule? I mean, it like, is this like, there's never any that block, you know, that block of window of this is. Because it's, it's just like anything else. Anything can happen. You know, anything yeah. could come in and change. Anybody could call it a step-up meeting. So you have to be flexible with it. But you also have to know if you start your day, usually start my day with a list every day. Here's the things that I need to accomplish today. So okay. before I leave, make sure that that list is done. Uh, you know, check it a couple times throughout the day. You know, is this done? Is this done? Because if you hit it hard off the beginning, well, then you have the rest of the day to maybe get those one or two things done. So yeah. uh, I think that at least uh, a friend of ours, you know, Renee, she's a, an organizational guru in that. I've been working back and forth with her and I was like, Hey, here's what I was doing. So I went and visited her place and uh-huh. went through her thing. And I was just amazed on how much work she's producing out of, out of uh, the space that she is because of just how organized she is. So yeah. definitely stole some ideas from her and, and it changed the way changed our workflow and made us more productive. So it was, uh, you know, the, the job ticket holders were, I don't know why I didn't think I, I used them every day at my day job for, for heating and air. That's what we did. Uh-huh. Why didn't I use them in my night job? I had, had them there every day. I was filling them out. I was putting them together. I had everything there, but why didn't I use them for here? I <laughs> never crossed my mind to do it. And when I saw yeah. it, I'm like, that's the smartest thing ever. Huh. Nice. Yeah. It's, it, it is always so interesting. And like you said, a lot of times those things are just right in front of you. And because you get so close to it, it's hard to, you know, so you've got to do the things like you do, you know, you go to somebody like Renee's place and go, what tips can I pick up here? You know, you walk through just even if it's not even somebody, you know, and you're looking for different things like what what can I pick up from this? What can I learn and grow from there? So um, actually, Renee, you're on blast because now uh, I'm going to be reaching out to you because I want to bring you to talk about organization. And that's awesome. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> I'll tell her yeah. it's your fault. <laughs> she's at a wedding right now. She, she She's at a wedding in Boston right now. So okay. she'll get when she sees this, she'll be very happy. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Good. Good stuff. All right. Good. Cool. All right. Well, let, let, let me get back on track here. Cause like I said, we've got a few things that I wanted to talk about as you guys have questions come in, please feel free. You know, as you can tell, I'll jump in there anytime. Um, so Todd, you, you know, as I mentioned from the outside looking in, you're doing a ton of things, right. And doing a really great job. What, but what are some of the mistakes? What, what maybe can you kind of share with people that were the mistake that stands out a little bit in your past that by sharing, you can maybe help somebody avoid that mistake? Well, it was easily, it was trying to grow too fast, too much. Okay. Uh, We talked earlier with what we do sublimation, you know, we do heat transfer vinyl, we do signs, banners, decals, you know, we do it all here. The one thing that we're missing, um, or two things that we're missing were embroidery and and, uh, sand carving. You know, I was was thinking that laser etching, bought a laser two years ago, brought it home, tested it. It hasn't moved since. One of these days, that's, that's going to be my retirement project, I think, is to make that work. But 
I, I just don't have the time for it. So I thought, oh, sand carving, I've got all the equipment for it. It's not going to yeah. cost us too much more to get into it. Uh, let's do that. And it's a noisy mess. And, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was one of the, the worst things that I did, but it's still sitting here if I ever want to use it again. But I just couldn't allocate enough time for it. For already things that were coming in, I was taking away from the things that we were good at. And then I was dropping this down for being good at it to okay at it. And I was okay at this. So yeah. it was, you know, hey, cut the losses on that and go back to, to what we know. And and it's one of those things where you're going to run into that. There's a, there's a lot of times where you don't know something until you do it. But yeah. I'd rather I'd rather try it and fail than say, you know, I wonder what if I would have did that. You know, maybe that, you know, that was the tipping thing that switched. And I mean, if we would have focused our time on that, that could have been our whole business because here in the mall, uh, we had a things remembered in here, which everybody should remember what yep. things remembered was yep. they moved out. So there was no place for that here. So the personalization side of it, we could kill it on it. It was just, that's all you're going to do because that's all they did. They did that only and they did it well. And that was it. So yep. I thought we could capitalize on that. We've done some things with it and we'll still do big orders, but set stuff up for the one and two orders. It's just the one and two orders will get you every time, you know, yeah. it's great to do and they're, they produce you good money, but when you're you, when you're doing stuff, you know, minimum fifty pieces of that, and then somebody comes and I need one shirt of this. It just it just takes everything out of you to get back in that one shirt mode. But yeah, it's fun to do those every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, and and you've got you know you've got your niche. You know what you're good at, and you're focused on what you're good at. And um, you know, I, I two two things that I really took from what you just said there. Um, you know, a is that 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 you stayed focused on what what you're good at and and right now not that you couldn't go get really good at the other piece but there's no reason to right now so you're staying focused on that you're not looking at that as like uh oh my god it killed my business failure just something that it's not right right now for you so that's the first thing the second thing that i i loved about what you said there was the fact that um and i just totally lost my train of thought it'll it's come back so to good. me it was, it was so, so good, good. <laughs> but i i got too into the other piece but uh no, oh, I know uh, the the opportunity cost thing that, that you kind of mentioned. The fact that you were very much more concerned about not taking the opportunity as opposed to potentially failing at it. And again, I, I'm not saying that it's a failure, but I have seen in in my career in this industry for the twenty some odd years that I've been doing this. More often than not, the people that come back to the shows that I've seen over and over in years gone by that are the ones that are, yep, things are good, business is good, growing, doing well. Those are the people that were, were that kind of a mindset where you take the chance because you'd rather not, you'd rather fail than miss the opportunity. And I think that's kind of what makes a, a good small business owner is somebody that's willing to put themselves out there a little bit and, and be okay with failing because failing is just yes, a learning have. experience. It is. You have to, I mean, if, if you're scared, that's good. Yeah. You know, if you're scared to do something, that's good. I'd rather, I'd rather go all out, put everything I have in it and, and fail at it knowing that I failed than just sit back and wonder, I, you know, what if, you know, because what if, what if anything, you know? yeah. what if I get hit by a car walking home, you know, yeah. it's like live each day to, to the fullest, do everything that you can put your best into it. And you're going to have people that are going to try and bring you down on it, but, Hey, that's just use it to build it up. Like, you gotta, you gotta take that chance. Uh, you know, everybody was scared of something at one point. You know, like, it was scared to ride a bike. Yeah. You know, now <laughs> most people can ride a bike without even thinking. But yeah, what you do? You know, I I look at my adult self, and I and if you, if anybody else does this, look at your adult self and look at all the things you're scared of doing. Go back to yourself when you're between like three and seven. You had no fear. 
I have a, yeah. a three-year-old and my kid has no fear at all and will do anything. And, <laughs> and now I look at it like, that's what I need. I need to figure out if I can figure out how to bottle that up and give it to people and be like, here you go. It'd be great because at that age, you had, you had no worries about anything. Yeah. You thought you could do anything. You thought you could be anything. And just, you just did. There was yeah. no, there was, who told you to stop? It was your parents. You know, Correct. they put the limitations on what you did. Correct. And, and now, you know, Maybe we just let them go and be feral kids and see what happens. Yeah, so, totally. Uh, I, I, it, there, I think there's really something to be said there. You know, that those limiting beliefs we get in. And I can see myself doing it to my eight-year-old daily. You know, it's like, because I sit there and I go, oh, I remember when I was doing the same thing he was doing. And I, you know, hit my head or, you know, fell and did whatever. And it hurt. And I don't want him. I want to protect him. I want to put him in this little bubble. But I know that every time I do that, I'm just basically like you said kind of tearing him down from that three to seven year old no fear to where he's going to have to wonder about everything and and so yeah trying to trying to bottle that up and go back to that i, I think is great and having that little bit of a yeah this is a little bit scary i got a little bit of butterflies in here you know, talk to any you know, professional athlete or olympian or something like that they all tell you before every match they still have those butterflies and, and it just makes them perform better, you know, and it's the same thing with small business owners. When, when you're kind of got that big pitch you have to make, or you're making a big decision or something like that, you want to have those butterflies because that's what keeps your mind sharp and that you're actually thinking about it and trying to make good decisions, not just kind of passively yeah, moving on. I had that before coming on here, I was like, Oh, I think I'm going to throw up before I come on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how many times are we talking? How many times yeah. do I do live in my group and everywhere else? It's like, yeah. Don't have a problem talking, but it was it's just that new experience with it. And I'm like, totally. all right, what's well, gonna happen? But you know, it was just it, it's that great feeling to have. Totally. And and it, it's it's what makes you better at it too, I think, in a lot of ways. Because I it I've been doing two regular guys podcasts for seven years now. And uh still, you know, before uh, like a new guest or something kind of a little bit different or changes, I have that exact same feeling like I like I'm gonna throw up and and but it makes you better. And so. it's always fun to go back and look at like your first stuff that you did and you're like i really did that you know like, i should just delete this and not put it out there but then it, you know you learn from everything that you do you're going to get better and better each time like it goes back to the bike you know you start with your training wheels and uh -huh. then you know you kind of got stable on that and finally you know now you can get on it and not even think about it you know, walking is a great example of that you know you crawl you know you crawled and, and you've on your balance and now you don't even think you just walk yeah so you know, it's that once you, you keep doing the same thing repetitive, you get better at it, better at it. And before long, you're doing it without even thinking about it. Perfect. Yeah, cool. All right. We got some great comments coming here. I wanted to share in there here real quick too, Todd, because uh, just nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible by Aubrey Hepburn. Thank you, Terry. That is a great, uh, great find there. Eric Campbell, good friend. He says, if you aren't feeling it, you aren't risking anything. If you don't risk, there's no real gain. So um, good. We got people on our side, Todd. We know yeah, what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to Batman too. That's a good call. <laughs> uh, all right, so let, let's let's shift gears here just a, a little bit. Uh, you know, so you're pretty active with the the folks over at TRW. Matt and his crew over there have a great business, and and I know a lot of the customers like yourself and people uh, get involved with what they're doing. Um, you have a super lively Facebook group that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of here lately with the business planning thing that you're growing and building for your wholesale side of your business, um, admin of sublimation and more, lots of stuff going on. So you're constantly giving, you know, and that's, and I would just want to make sure everybody understands what I'm saying. They're constantly giving. I, I'm not sure I've known a time when I've involved, been involved with Todd that he's not giving back to somebody. So what, what, 
obviously you're just a giving person and that's a makes you a great person but what, what does that do for your company though what's the return on investment there I so think, to speak um, the biggest return is when i see other people succeed yeah. because at the end of it you know when i'm when i'm gone you know it all comes down to legacy you know yeah. and that's you know i'm building this for my for my kids hopefully one of them will take it over but you know you're nothing more than you know a blip on a page in an encyclopedia of life so you know try and give as much as you can you know to other people and and us uh we're kind of you know we're not small business we're that micro business you know there's there's more people that want to go that hobby to that business but just don't know how to do it so when they go out there and looking for a lot of um, any knowledge or anything on it it's more already set to businesses that are already there you know people that a lot of stuff you know how do you go from a million dollars to five million dollars yeah well no they want to know how to go from zero dollars to ten thousand dollars they want to know <laughs> you know here's my here's my 10 to 50 you know hey i did fifty thousand dollars this is great you know and that hundred thousand they don't think that's possible well no yeah. it, everything is possible but it's just how do they do it and and with uh with the different groups that i'm in with the, the sub and more when i came in there i used uh, amy over there was really a big help to me to, to just know how to how to kind of structure yourself yeah here you know there's there's timing that goes with everything. And, you know, you just, a lot of times you do, you have to be in the right place at the right time. Uh, we took that group, you know, we were at 4,000 four years ago. And I think we're at 40,000 now. Um, so we've got constant people in there that are always just starting off and, you know, sublimation, not sure really where to go with it. I mean, how many times a day can you hear what's the best printer? What's the <laughs> best paper? What's the best press? What's yeah. the time on this, you know, yeah. and you're going to get those. And, and guess what? Before long, those same people are answering those same questions. So it's always great to see, you know, when somebody's knowledge sticks, it's great. Um, you know, and then over there at, at TRW, if anybody is just starting off, Matt's got what over three thousand videos, and yeah. it's basically a business in a box. He can, he will give you everything you need, um, except your drive. That's it. You know, yeah. he's got everything you need to be successful on it, except your drive. You know, makes it what is it? I can give you a hammer and nails, but it doesn't make you a carpenter. Correct. <laughs> you, know, you have to get out there and do it. And and so with that, that's putting on there. And then now on, on, on my side um, with our wholesale stuff and our small business, I want to help people grow. I want to help people know that you can do anything. You don't yeah. have to do everything in-house. Um, and that was a big part of us when we started subbing things out. Um, I've talked to quite a few screen printers lately that have went ahead and they're getting out of it. And they're just contracting everything out because yeah. it's easier for them to work on their business gives them more time to sell more jobs. And yes, they're not making as much, but they can make more because they have more chances to sell more jobs. So, Correct. you know, being in anything like that, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just, you can, there's always an avenue to make money. There's always a way to, to do something. It's just find it and find the knowledge behind it. So my biggest thing is, like I said, I like seeing, I like seeing success when people say, Hey, I use this. And now this, Hey, I feel, I feel comfortable doing this. You know, thank you. You know, right. the thank you is always the the, the weirdest thing, you know, when people just yeah. say, hey, I want to thank you for this, because it's always those ones that don't interact with you, that, they'll, they'll, you know, listen to you, follow you, do that, that you never hear from. And then out of nowhere, they get this. You're like, oh, those are the ones that you're like, that's why I do this. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's great. I love it. I love every bit of that. So, yeah, Chuck says uh, Matt is full of knowledge and Todd says going to his seminar in September at ISS Orlando. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, as you mentioned from Matt, the thing I love about Matt, too, is that. Matt was a high school teacher before he got into all this. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes him like you learn so much from him. I just having a conversation with him. I learned something new every day. And, you know, like I said, I've been in this industry for 20 years. And, and uh, so it's it's really cool to get to interact with Matt and and all the people that are part of the 
the crew there. <laughs> what, what do they yeah. call all the, the folks over at TRW? I can't, do they call the it the crew? crew? It is the crew. Okay. Is the crew. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Well, so Todd, we've uh, been, you, you said that uh, you wanted to go through this business planning thing that, uh, that I've done and uh, actually started here on small business Saturdays. And, and as people know, I'm a big business plan proponent. It doesn't have to be named a business plan. I think yours is the baller book. Is that what we came up with? Baller book. Baller book. I love it. Um, so, so, it's been great. Um, in fact, we're going to finish it up tomorrow night over there and uh, the last watch party of the segment and uh, really enjoyed interacting with everybody. But, but what what uh, what have you learned so far? What's what's been the biggest takeaway from from that whole experience for you so far? Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I think of people. I think it's realizing that, you know, you know, by one, one person alone, you just you kind of get stuck in that. And you're like, you don't you're not held accountable. And we have that as a group. So allowing people to be like, hey, you know, is this done? Are you on top of it? You're seeing what other people's goals are, you're seeing other things from that. Um, it's also, you know, making me accountable as I'm writing stuff down. Yeah, that 64 Caddy is going to be in the driveway and the street. You know, it's, uh, uh-huh. it's going to be there. And, and this wholesale, and that's, that's the goal for this one is this is going to pay for that. Yeah. You know, I could go out and get it with from here, but no, that's the goal for that. It's just setting the goals for it, um, being held accountable. I think those are the two biggest things is, is goal setting and holding yourself accountable for it. Uh, and, and then seeing everybody else excited. Uh, you know, I think before when you did this, you know, you had years that went over five weeks people that came along with it, but I think they dropped off because they just yeah. felt like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we said, we're going to do this in 10 days. You're going to be held accountable. You're going to do yeah. this. You're going to do that. And I think we're seeing a great response from it. Yeah, totally. And, and as you mentioned, you know, as you kind of go back and look at some of the stuff that you've done in the past, yeah, it, it is a very cringeworthy event for me to sit through those watch parties sometimes because I go, man, I should have done it differently. And uh, boy, I was really rambling on there. And, you know, and, and, and I even said this, I think, last night or whenever that, you know, big part of what's happening here is that you've kind of changed the script a little bit. If you listen to what I'm saying in there, it's like, hey, you know, do this. Yeah, you know, whatever. Just be comfortable, be happy. And you're like, nope, we're doing yeah. this in, you know, every yeah. other day yeah. and the homework's due and 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 that accountability is huge. And, and so finding somebody, you know, if you don't have a Todd, use whatever you have lying around, but <laughs> find an accountability partner that, that's going to help you. And I think that's a, a big well, thing. And that goes for anything else. I mean, if you don't, you don't pay your cable bill, they're shutting it off. You know, you have to do it. So here's the thing. If you want your business to succeed, work on it. You yeah. know, nobody, because why would anybody come in and, and I've seen this, you see this a lot um, in like the, the renovation shows on that, where the people call in and they give them renovations, they do this on the, the building business ones i love those well they come in they'll help the, the business get on track and then they check back in with them and half of them went back to their old ways yeah why you were given the tools of everything to do and you, you, you could have been successful but now i'm going to blame somebody else for doing this no the only person to blame is yourself if yeah. you're not successful in this i don't care what market you're in because if you're watching this you're on the internet so we're all in each other's market yeah, I, I could you find out where every one of you live and I could run ads in your area and promote my business. Yeah. You know, you can do that. You know, you can get everything down there. So it's just how much do you want to put in it and, and how much do you want to get back out of it? If you're fine with, with being, you know, a crafter, being, uh, you know, just making some money here and there. Great. 
but be successful at it. Yeah. Put the time in. You want to grow from it? Put the time and then grow at it. Yeah, yeah. You you have a hundred percent control over what your outcome is going to be. You know, the, the tools are all there for you and uh, and doing that. So in fact, Chuck says accountability and knowing that you're not out there by yourself. So I, I, I agree. I think that's the other part that I've loved about the whole community experience. You know, not only is it inspiring, holding yourselves accountable, you know, and, and all that stuff, but, but yeah, like you said, sometimes it does get a little isolated. You know, you're, you're kind of going through the grind of the daily business by yourself and being able to have somebody that is right there in that same boat with you going, yeah, it's okay. It's going to be okay. There will be a tomorrow, you know, maybe that order sucked and it, it hurt and all that other stuff, but there will be a tomorrow. So that's, uh, that's good stuff there, Todd. Thank you very much for having me be part of that. And, and it's been a lot of fun. We have to get the picture of your ideal, um, of your caddy. I need to get like, let, let's get the color of the whole thing. Oh. I'll get it for sure and put it together here. Okay. The, uh, and the big thing, you know, with it, like I said, is accountability is, you know, you're going to fail. Um, if you, if you haven't messed up a job yet, if you haven't paid more for a job than you charged for, yeah, if you haven't paid yeah. out more for a job than what you charged for it, you haven't done anything yet. Because yeah. I think we've all done that, you know, where quoted this and it either took too much time, too much materials, you ruined some stuff, you know, I, sublimation is it's you know its own crazy animal and i tell people you know when you're first starting off with it you're gonna whatever product you buy buy 10 of them because only one's gonna turn out good yeah and you yeah. know nothing's perfect you're just it's part of the part of the plan just just go into it knowing you're gonna screw it up you know when that yeah that timer goes off and you pull it off and it's masking or it it's or it's ghosting or and it's sticking to it or it's this or it's that it's just it's just part of it you know you just keep at it keep at it you'll be fine <laughs> Very nice. Uh, yeah, totally. I, I think it's especially when you talked about about sublimation there. I think it is such an interesting, different animal. You know, saw somebody posting something the other day about a, you know, oh, got my vinyl remover. I'm going to fix these, and unfortunately, I only did a couple. It's like, well, you would have been throwing those away if those were sublimated. So, right. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many times that on um, when we were doing pillowcases, where it's double sided, and you can lift half the pillowcase on the side. And the fourth press on it, something ghosted on it. And, you, you know, you just wad it up and throw it away and just like, okay. And how much time did that just waste? So, sure. you know, that's where you talk about building it all out because, you know, I think that's, that's a lot of people's biggest thing is they're not billing out their time properly. You know, they're not sure what to charge. I tell everybody, start off, you know, if you're not sure, start off a dollar a minute. Someone's going to take you five minutes to press. There's $5 you need to add to it just for that because, yeah. you know, when they say they're at home and, they don't have any overhead. You're using electricity. You're using ink. You're using paper. You're, you use your internet to be on this. You use your phone. You have all this in there. Set yourself up to be a business. I don't know how many people I've seen start from home and then move to brick and mortar yeah. and fail because they didn't have the added cost in there. They didn't think, oh, this is what it really cost me to do business. So yeah. you start with that good foundation in there, you'll be fine. Totally. Totally. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I've kept you for a long time here already past what I told you I'm it would good. be. I got, I got, you got me for an hour. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, an hour. All right. Well, if you guys have more questions. We got Corey over here. She's, she's handling in-house. If she actually needs something, needs something, this is her time to shine. It's, just, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's on you. Let's All right. You can do it. That's, that's what you got to do. It's like pushing the kid on the bike. They're either going to fall or they're going to pedal. So, <laughs> that's good stuff. Kylene, you hear that? I need to uh, take the training wheels off for you. <laughs> um, all right. So I do want to talk about, though, before we get out here, and like I said, you guys have questions. Keep, keep them coming. Um, I think we've covered a lot of ground. You know, Todd's 
scheduling things, making sure that you're working on the business. And, and so we've got a lot of great tips already today. But one of the things that you're working on that you mentioned is this wholesale business. So, so tell, tell us a little bit more about that. I want to know what that's all about, what service you're offering, and, and, and where can people find out more about that? So we're doing full color printing, um, whether it's printed HTV uh, transfers, printed HTV patterns, uh, whether we're doing decals, signs, banners, magnets, canvases, uh, you know, if you need printed, we can print it for you. Uh, we're giving it to you. And, we're, and one of the other things, you know, when it comes to pricing is there's going to be people that are cheaper than me. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be people that are more expensive than me. Okay. You know, you can buy it from me or not. But um, I felt that, what, you know, what I'm going on with helping more people with their business and that where, you know, I'm not going to be a bottom dweller. You know, I'm not going to do that yeah. race to the bottom. You know, I here's my overhead, here's my cost. I figure those out there, and, and here's what we have it on. So, um, printing schedule is usually two to three business days. We have it back out to you, plus shipping. So, trying to do quick turnarounds for you. Wow. As more things build on here, then we get a little faster with it. But um, it's just, it was one of those things that I sourced out for 10 years. Yeah, 10 years that we sourced it out. And moving into the mall, I knew I was going to need more on demand things. Um, and it, as soon as I did it, it just took off. Um, being able to do you know, in house transfers. Uh, being able to do in-house banners, signs, decals, um, especially from us, we do a lot of stuff with sports and it was a lot of, hey, I need these yard signs. Hey, can we get these decals? So I saw that and then I saw a need for it where people didn't know where to go. Um, you know, they yeah. they were going everywhere for different places and they weren't sure what they were going to get. So um, one of the things that we did was we put together a decal fundraiser pack where they can go on our website, they can purchase it for 10 bucks, gives them five sample decals. It gives them a... Um, pretty much a, a whole booklet on here's how you sell it to the to the end user. Um, uh -huh. you can take it to the school, show them how they're making money off of it. So, you know, it's a pretty decent fundraiser. And then at the end of the day, all they have to do is click a button, send it to me, and then collect money. You know, it's, it's that's there's a lot of me looking back on things. I don't mind just subbing everything out and just hit, <laughs> buttons, hit buttons to make money. Because besides the stress of waiting for things to get here, the, the easy part is you're not, you know, you're not investing you know, the tens of thousands of dollars in the equipment, you know, you're not dealing if, if I'm printing something that messes up, it's on me. You Correct. don't know, you don't care. Yeah. You That's your stuff. You know, yeah, totally. just, that's all it is. It's just on you where you don't see that with banners. You know how many times that you've had a 20 foot banner and something happens the last six inches of it. And what do you do? Nothing. You've got to print another one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Start printing again. <laughs> Start printing again and, uh, and walk away. But you just, you have those. So, Allow them to price well enough where they can make two, two to six times off of what they're paying for it. Wow. You know, and along the way, you know, help them with some sales with it, help them with what they need and, and how they can do it. You know, right now we're going into fall, so perfect time for back to school decals, magnets, banners, football, any of that stuff. Be able to, to offer that to the schools, the organizations, and they'll be able to sell it and make money. You'll be able to sell it and make money. I'm selling it to you, so I'm making money. So perfect. You get all three to make money off of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a win-win-win. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I think you just answered it, but let's just make sure we got this one covered. Uh, Chuck says, "Can you do that, but with magnets?" Yep, uh, yep. We can put something together for magnets. We print magnets there, and we've done. Uh, what did we do this week? This week was a bunch of uh, like the commercial ones for sides of cars because there's no limit on size and quantity, and then a bunch of school magnets and that. So yeah, we can we can take care uh -huh. of you there for it, and we can build custom packages for you. Uh, one of the other things is that we're looking at doing is I think the, the big thing is people don't know how to sell they get scared. They're not sure what to do. So in that, in that catalog, it's pretty much here. You can just hand it to them. Just let them read it. You know, it's here you go. Let them read it. Shows them what they need to do. 
you don't have to do too much with it. But then on the digital side of, of building out a website, um, you can use Equid. You get 10 items for free. You can build a website for them. You can have them do everything online. They can pay online. They can do everything online. So, you know, you're getting rid of all the, the chasing for checks, which you know, we've been around for a while. That was where always the best times of when you're going for <laughs> coaches shirts and you're meeting, you know, 30 kids. And now you're waiting for parents and money and trying to do all that. And it's <laughs> such a hassle. Now you, you can just send them the website and everything gets put on there. And if they didn't order, they didn't order. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll help them build out that. And I think we're going to put together a thing where we'll even build it for you. You know, we'll, we'll help you walk you through it and then we'll put it there and, it's just it's one of those where I need to see what the time is going to be because everything you know every like I said every minute is is two bucks to us. So we've been on this for forty six minutes. So so far, Aaron's cost me ninety two dollars. So, oh man, I, where, I put, know, left my checkbook in my other it, pants. Right. What you start finding is what the return it is. You know, you get to a point where you know that every dollar that you put out there, you should be getting two to five dollars back. Yeah. And that's where you start looking at when when you're investing in things and when you're marketing on things and. When you're putting stuff on, whether it's on Facebook, TV, new radio, paper, whatever, you're looking to see what that is back and, and what you're getting. And, and that's the thing is just knowing what you're, that every investment that you make, that you're getting something back off of it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's perfect. Yep. Putting yourself out there, knowing that you're getting that return on investment and, and uh, yeah, uh, I think that's, that's perfect. In fact, that uh, leads me nicely into, you know, kind of, what uh, what does the future hold then with with this? What's what's kind of your outlook on on the garment world or, or decorating world in general? And and uh, yeah, what's next here? Well, I think in the garment world, I think you're going to see a lot more stuff going DTG. I think you know in the next five years, I that is going to be a huge player because you know right now you can buy, you know you can get a, a good machine for under twenty thousand. And when we saw at uh, NBM Milwaukee. Uh, who's the, the Epson one that you can do on whites? It was like $6,000, you know, yeah. where you're limited to what you can do it on. But if you have a kiosk at a mall, you can go to a craft fair or a car show and you're able to do name drops, the logo and put it in there. You know, you're making $25 a shirt off something that you have six cents. You're making 19 all day long off of it. So I think DTG is going to be the way to go. And I think you're going to see a store like us. We've got 8,000 square feet here where you're going to walk in and there's going to be a room of 30, 40, DTGs daisy team together just printing and that's all they're going to do because everything is is so Amazon where yep. they're expecting everything within two days that that's what it's going to be and, and they're expecting you know you're going to pay for it yeah um, you know I think gone are, are the days of of having the orders of always over 500 and a thousand pieces I think you're going to see a lot more of the under 100 pieces a lot more of the under 24 yeah um, you know that's where you know a lot of stuff you know baseball teams you know only one we only have 12 15 jerseys on there it's just how to do it. That's why one of the ways that we got um, one of our local teams here was the screen printer just kind of didn't want to do it because they had 12 teams in the organization. There's 12 different logos on the front. There's the different name or the numbers on the back. It was more time consuming for them to do it. So we were able to pick it up, all HTV, bang it out for them. And at the end of the day, they average eight to $12,000 a year with us because of the other stuff that they buy throughout the year. So yeah. it's, you know, you, you don't might not make as much in this, but you make it more on the custom stuff for the parents. You just find the ways to do it. So uh, yeah. I think we're DTG. I think we'll have here within the next year, but it, it's, it's evolving so quick. What I buy today in six months, 
might be already outdated. So <laughs> I need it to stabilize first before I can, before yeah. I can decide what to do with it. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you from, from experience, I was involved with uh, DTG in 2004. So um, that, that, those were the wild west, at least now with, uh, with the, uh, the Epsons and the markets and the, the, the other uh, manufacturers that just escaped me, uh, Rico, Anajet kind of uh, group there. Uh, you know, you've got a little bit more stability there, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're evolving and, and learning all the time. I remember when I first saw the Epson hit the market and uh, was checking it out and talking to the people involved and I'm going, oh my gosh, you guys are Epson and you're still learning about the stuff that we were dealing with back in 2005, 2006. And this is, you know, 2000 and what was that? Eight no, 10, 11, something like that. I don't know. It was, so it, it, it's interesting that, like you said, I think it's growing and evolving to that, that personalized place. And, um, you know, the fun part is, is even though we're becoming more of a um, internet society, obviously here, uh, we're still humans and we still have that need for, for tactile things, you know, so we've got to have our shirt, we got to have our hat and our logo, you know, that we've got on it and stuff like right. that. Um, you know, I've got to have my polo shirt with uh, Mako Consulting logos that I'm super stoked to get on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when was this going to be there? Monday. Monday, yeah. what it looked like it's going to be there. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's, that's some service, man, right there. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Todd, uh, I'm a customer as well. So um, I've done business like with Todd, and it was a... not only a, a member of a <laughs> I'm a customer too. Uh, let's not you know, let's cover that part. Okay. All right. Well, anybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need to become a hat wearer. I've never been a good hat wearer. Um, all right. So uh, Chuck asked. Uh, yeah, let's let's throw this up there, and then and then I'll get you out of here, Todd. Um, can you set up the fundraising pack with the magnets? For sure. Okay. Uh, we something else we did it in the spring, which we'll do again here locally, is for banners. For uh, we did it for baseball because the sponsorship banners that a team can do it. Um, you know, we're going to sell it to you at $3 a square foot. You can sell it to the team at 5 to $6 a square foot, and then they can sell it as a sponsor banner for 8 to $10. So they'll be able to, to collect money. Everybody will be able to collect money along the way because especially on football, you have, you know, that fence that usually runs down everything. Yeah. And what can the school do with that? Nothing. They just usually sit there and they're open. Why not bring it up to them? Hey, you want to make a little extra money? We can do this for you. Um, cool. So it's just there's another revenue stream where you just got to, it's instead of thinking outside the box, just think like there is no box, you yeah. know, just start looking at other things. And, and a lot of it is look at other ways that other places are marketing, um, other things are doing. I'm a big proponent of put as much money as you can in the Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram ads now. Uh, if, you, if you're on a TV budget or if you're on a, a newspaper budget, I would take every cent of that out of there and I'd put it right in the other one because you can target so much better. It's yeah. just you can get, if I want that 45-year-old lady who – lives in Tucson who has two cats and only one of them is black, I can get to her. You know, you can just specialized with it. And so you can, if you have a product, especially if you have a good niche product, you can get to those people so much easier than in the broadcast. So um, I think that's, that's where I see everything going more and more. And that's what we do is, you know, when we need customers, you know, we turn it on, but we try and plan stuff out there. We've looked at it as we haven't done a consistent marketing plan in, in two years because we haven't had to, because we project stuff out there and we're always putting stuff out there and staying in front of the customers. It was, it was the old thing you wanted to post two or three times a day. Yeah. Well, I think you need to add that times 10, you know, after I was kind of listening to something this morning, it was like, it totally makes sense because, you know, nobody's scrolling back more than a, you know, a couple swipes on their phone, you know, because they just, they're not in it that far. Yeah. They're in it for five or 10 minutes and they're swiping, they're reading stuff and going, 
So unless you're not in front of them right at that time, you know, they're not going to see it. Yeah. Cool. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I love it. I love it. More, more nuggets from Todd. Cool. So Todd, where can people find more out about the, the wholesale side here? What, what's uh, uh, can find us at uh, fat dad wholesale.com. So we go there and right now I think there's two uh, decal packs on there. The magnets, um, magnets, printed HTV and decals are on there. And, Monday. Actually, I'm going to do it. I was said by Monday, um, but I'm going to have the banner pricing on there tomorrow because that's going to be simple enough to add since it's just another three square foot. So that'll be up there. I'm going to make sure that is that's on. It's not on my list, but that's going to be a goal to have today. <laughs> that's going to be on there. Let's go ahead and put that on the list mm-hmm. now, then, Todd. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and, I mean, we can we can help you out there with, with pretty much anything. Um, cool. You know, because we we've got a couple of local printers here that we work with, and that, and that's the other thing. You know, when people get so What's where you know they get so worried about competition that's with them. And here I've got um, what uh, three different local places that we all do the same thing, and I work with them. Um, you know, we I do ones um, I do a lot of their banners and decals because they don't do that aspect of it. The other guy has wide format printer and what sixty by sixty press, so he takes care of the oversized stuff. The other one specializes on trophies, so it's what can we all do to help each other out because. Here, I can offer it to you at this kind of rate. You can sell it, and it just it works. So competition doesn't scare me at all. Uh, I think it builds you stronger. And if you get in good with them, you know you're going to work together with each other. And, yeah. and I'm talking about the good competition, not not the one on Facebook Marketplace that's selling a shirt at six dollars because they think <laughs> that they have three dollars. You know, they'll work with that person. Yeah. You know, the one that you see on there selling at twenty, those are the ones that you want to work with. Cool, cool, man. Great advice. Cool. Anything else that I? I... I feel like I could just sit back and, and we'll have all the keys to the, the castle here, but uh, I should probably let five you... more minutes. So <laughs> I, I, all right, everybody, we've got Todd for five more minutes here. What, uh, well, what else? <laughs> yeah, Chuck says, it's... Talk about anything you want. What's, Aaron, I don't know if anybody's ever asked you, what's your plan? What is, what's your outlook? What are you seeing? What do you want to go? So um, uh, thank you for asking me that. That's really cool. I appreciate that. Um, so my my uh, my outlook is is I think very similar as far as the decorating world to what uh, what you just shared. I mean, I think the we're we're going to continue to evolve in this whole personalization world, and it, it's you know you had said it's going to be more like a hundred pieces. I, I really think that we are not terribly far away from it being one piece for everybody. Um, and in fact, I still am uh, pretty confident in the fact that within within the next, I'll, I'll say 10 years, because I, I think that's probably a reasonable time. But I think in 10 years, we will take a picture of ourselves on our phone and I will not buy a large T-shirt or extra large or double X, whatever. <laughs> but I, I think I will buy an Aaron sized T-shirt. That will be made custom for me at, before I, I even think about it, and I'm going to design it, and it's going to be the colors that I want and everything else like that. So, I, I think that's where we're going. I think we're going to like ultra, ultra personalization to oh, yeah. a point where, um, yeah, things are things are actually not just you know you're not just buying a blank garment and decorating on it. You're actually making it from from the ground up, basically. In in those, so I don't know. I we'll see. I think. Uh, you know, the, the one pass technology in the printing is coming along. Uh, 3D printing is coming along, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I think the market will be pretty interesting for me personally. My my goal is just to help as many people get beyond that breaking point of, you know, do I have a 
do I want to have a business or I'm going to quit my day job or, or, or whatever and, and just kind of give them the guardrails for success for doing this, whether it's in this industry or other industries, but just giving them some of the things that I've learned and seen along the way, along with some success principles just for life in general. Uh, that's that's kind of my passion for life. So there you go. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah I, I totally see that. I think I think one of the the biggest things that people need to realize too is they need to invest in themselves and you know not that one of the hardest things to that for me to do was to, to actually spend money on it mm-hmm. you know was to spend money on coaching spend money on classes spend money on on ad buildings and you know it, it was tough because it's like is that money there but when you start doing that you start realizing the doors that open the things that you learn they like said that for every dollar you you know invest in you know you're going to get two to five back easily and yep. that's that's one thing that it was tough for me to get past and and I had, you know, it was somebody, there was a class that I went to, and it was like four, four or 500 bucks. And at that time, I was like, I don't know if I just spend it on it or, or not. And listen to somebody else. They said, you know, I scraped together every dime I had to it. And I made 10 times that back in the first month of just by putting those, what I learned in there. And it's like, you know, you start seeing some of those testimonials, you're like, whatever, you know, because <laughs> anything bad so when you see the ones where it's like yeah i learned a little from it you know it's like okay that might be the one that's a bit more interesting because there's there's somebody there but it's always trying about learning trying to put back into yourself it's it's really it really comes down to you and what you want to do and they said at the end of the day everything falls back on you you know if if you don't want to do something you don't you know was that you told me last week there's no can't you know, you won't. Yeah. 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 There is no can't. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You change that when you, every time you say, I can't change that with, I won't. And because that's, what's really happening. You're making the decision not to do that. Not, not the other way around. I love that. That's a, that's a great one. I'm glad that that uh, stuck with you. I won't hold a snake. I just, I'm just, I'm not touching anything (laughs) with a snake. It's called baiting. I can't. And that was the thing, you know, before I never, it wasn't until um, a couple of years ago. You know, I never was afraid of heights. I remember climbing on the garages and trees as a kid yep. all the time and not having a problem with it. And then uh, I'm not even sure where we were. And, and I was, it was quite a ways up there. And I started getting weak in the legs. And I'm like, where did this come from? It's never <laughs> been that good. I think it was because I quit doing it for so long. And then yeah. I got scared. You know, yeah. as a kid, you just did it. So, you know, always, always do what you're doing. You know, if you don't, you're going to run into that, that scary moment. And, and what you do from there is on you. So, yeah, totally. Cool. That's what you got. I love it. So yeah, Melanie just says, hi guys. I wanted to say hi because Melanie's checking in. Um, Terry says, yeah, you have to spend money to make money. I love that. And uh, Connie says, can't has always been a bad word in our house. We'll keep it that way, Connie. That's a, that's a great thing to live by. We're, we're trying to uh, instill the same thing in, in our son and sons. And uh, it's great. Yeah. Todd, your, your story about, um, you know, you gotta, gotta spend, I, I've been that same way where it, it's been tough to uh, should I spend the money on that? Do you know, kind of be all that stuff. And um, I'll tell you, I took a really scary leap not too long ago, actually, uh, June 30th. And, uh, you know, so my wife left her career at the VA to start her own small business, which was a, a big jump f- for us and, and scary for her. You know, I'm a consultant, so I, I don't have that steady paycheck either. You know, it's just like the small business owners out there. Um, and, uh, you know, I had an opportunity to sign up for a program called Train the Trainers through the uh, Jack Canfield Group. And uh, that was a $4,000 investment. And uh, yeah. I, I made it. So, uh, you know, like I said, it's, let's turn that into... 10 times, whatever, you know, it's just 
but it was an investment in myself though. It wasn't an investment into a business or something like that. It was that investment into myself to be able to, you know, yep. fully take on those principles. So I'm excited. Well, and the big thing with that too is, is when you spend money, you seem to take it a lot more serious. Yeah. You know, when it's the, when it's the free stuff and it's the free webinars and this and that, you, you really do, you know, kind of just, eh, you'll, you'll go along with it and see it, but there's no commitment to it. You know, you're not out anything but your time for it, which at me $2 a minute. So, but if you're paying for something, you know, you're invested in it. You, yeah. I want to know, I want to get my stuff out of it. When, you know, when you go to any of the trade shows and that, and there's classes that are there and, you know, the, the free ones, you know, 90% of the free ones are there. This is what they do. You'll get some knowledge from it yeah. and, and that's great. You know, but it's usually 10% knowledge and 90% their product. Now, on the paid ones, the paid ones are where you're going to get, you know, the real knowledge on the stuff at it. Um, I think we're doing NBM team that they've released the schedule for that. But uh, NBM, did they release that? Uh, there was the, the rolling wrap class. Now, yeah. not necessarily if I want to get into wrapping, there's a few golf carts on that. But, yeah. you know, it's more knowledge there and it's a paid class. And I'm going to pay it because, you know, it's yeah. something else that I, that I want to learn and just may never do it but i want to have the knowledge there if somebody asks i I could possibly do it and we'll go from there but it's always you know done when you pay for something you definitely seem to to have it there it's it's kind of like you know when you buy that first car it's 200 bucks you don't care if you run it through the fence that first time you have a car payment that's 600 dollars a month you're like whoa where am i parking you know it's like (laughs) when you have it you start taking responsibility for it so you know invest in yourself take responsibility for your actions be the best you that you can and do good things. You know, that's it. Cool. Well, that seems like the perfect place to uh, to close this off at, Todd. I, that that uh, I, I love it. I don't think we can do much better than that. So, high five to you. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, and and uh oh, dude, see, internet said it was time to go. There you are. Okay, I'm back. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know sure what happened there. I, I I was just saying. I think that's a perfect place to leave on, and and I think we've uh, we've covered everything we can cover for one day, and. I've already stole you three minutes past what uh, what was allowed for. So uh, I'll let you get back to your day. Um, make sure to check out fatdadwholesale.com. And, and uh, I'm anxious to see you that grow. From that website, too, you can join our group. Our Facebook group is, I think there's a link at the bottom there for there, which is you know, our fat dad building is basically oh, business basics. So, you know, if you're starting off and you, you just need some help with it, you know, hey, that's that's what we're here for. We, we're putting together a good group of people that are all, you know, like-minded, wanted to, to help each other succeed. So I think that's a, a great thing there, too, because I want to I get back, you know, how's that work? I want to put in more than I get back or yep. whatever way that's supposed to work. Yep. I, I want to see everybody succeed. That's what I correct, want. You know, correct. I, want, I want everybody to, to know that they can do this and, and be the best that they can. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think... There. I think this is why we get along. We could probably talk for hours and hours and hours because I think we both have that same mentality. You know, you can't, you can't outgive the universe. So just, just give and it comes back. So (laughs) I love it. Love every bit of that. All right, Todd, thank you so much, man. I will talk to you soon and uh, hopefully we uh, catch up. Yeah, let's do it. I I love it. Thanks, Todd. Have a great one. You too, Aaron. Thank you. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that was a lot of fun and lots of great information. And uh, uh, man, stoked. Anybody else ready to go run through a wall right now? That uh, excited? Just go do. I like I said. That's what I love about Todd is is that he's just he's going to do it and he's going to push forward and he's taking full responsibility for his business and how much success he gets out of it. 
know, he, he hasn't said, oh, blame the economy, blame this. Uh, you know, I don't have the customers. This is the, that he's like, I'm doing it. I'm going to go do what I want to do. I'm setting my vision and going. So love it. Uh, like I said, get in, in, be part of that group. Uh, we're, we're wrapping up that uh, business plan watch party thing tomorrow night. And I've really had a lot of uh, a lot of fun doing that and uh, tons of great interactions with folks. And I'm looking forward to more of that. In fact, I owe you guys some stuff uh, for the, the that sent in your missions. So if you're watching from that group, I promise I will get to that. And uh, yeah, good stuff. I, I, that, that'll happen. And then we'll, we'll wrap that up and um, boy, excited stuff. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to get out of here and uh, we will call it a day. So we'll talk to you guys next Saturday. Uh, still working out the details on that. It might just be me talking next Saturday. So uh, if there's any topics you guys want to learn about, please let me know and, and uh, we'll pick a, a good time. My son does volleyball in the morning, so it's probably going to continue to be in the afternoons and it seems we're working out pretty good for us. So, all right. All right, guys. Have a great Saturday. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.